Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast and thank you for joining us. Get ready to uncover the strategies everyone can implement for successful separation and divorce. This will save you valuable time, money and emotions while learning the secrets to your happily ever after. And now your host, my wife, Daniel Summerton. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast. Today I wanted to talk to you about something that is extremely important to me and something that I have really spent a lot of time trying to learn and evolve. Now, I don't know what part of your relationship breakup you're at or your divorce, whether you're still thinking about it, whether it's just happened. It could have happened a while ago or you could have already separated and been separated from your ex for some time. But No matter how long you've been separated for, there is no doubt in my mind that you are struggling with peace. And I can recall it so vividly. I remember my arguments with my ex-husband and I just felt this inner turmoil. I just didn't know what peace was. And when someone said to me, what do you want out of your divorce? I remember saying I just want peace. Now peace to all of us can mean different things but for me I think peace meant silence. I don't know just this feeling in my chest of fulfillment. Something that meant all of the fighting would stop. Now verbally we didn't fight a hell of a lot like we did obviously have verbal confrontations but there was just this air in the room this feeling of things not being right and I I'm I'm a very and I've talked about this before I'm really sensitive to energy to people's energies and when things aren't right in my life I feel like I am in chaos And that's how I felt for the period before I left my ex-husband. And when I look back now, there's so much I wish I had done differently. But at the time, you know, we simply don't know this stuff. And it's as we get older that we learn and we grow and we become better human beings. And I can honestly say that I wasn't the best human being I could possibly have been back then. And what I mean by that too is I didn't love myself enough. I didn't love myself enough to stand up and say, you know, something's not right. I put everyone's needs um, probably before me. And what I've learned is, My internal happiness means the most. It really does. My internal happiness and the peace that I now feel in myself, the peace I feel in my decisions, the peace I feel when I'm with other people, is pretty much what makes me feel that everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. And that's what I want for you. So no matter what stage you're at, I'm sure that whether the word is peace and some clients will say security. Now, what I can say about security is security is not true. Security 
is something that people work a long, long time to achieve. But you can work really hard. You can have heaps of money in the bank. You can have insurances. You can have all those sorts of things as security. But the funny thing is I could walk out in the street tomorrow and get hit by a bus. Touch wood, that doesn't happen. I've worked really hard for security and it's for the future and I'm working hard to earn more money and to have a better life because I want security. But security is not what's going to help me right now today and it's not what helped me back then. And when I look back at the last probably 10 years, if I'd had more peace in my life, I probably would have made different decisions. I probably would have acted differently. I probably would have been calmer. I don't know. An example I suppose I've got of this is last week was my son's birthday and my husband loves carrot cake and so there's this recipe that I often make and it's from a South African lady who won at a world show of carrot cakes so I always say it's um, my world's best carrot cake so it takes five hours to cook this carrot cake and it's got a toffee on the bottom and it's got cream cheese icing all the way around it and I have to say it's it's a pretty good cake And my husband adores it and everyone he gives a bit to, he's very proud of it. They all go, my God, that cake is amazing. So last weekend, I decided I would make that cake for my son's birthday. So I spent five hours making the cake and putting it together. But it's actually quite high. So when we went to put the cake in the car, I didn't have a container high enough to put the cake in because the lid would touch the cream cheese icing so we decided that we would put it in a bigger container without a lid and we would put it in the back seat of my car so off we went and we're if we're in the peninsula and we had to go up to town to have dinner with my family as we were traveling up to town I was driving and I went around a roundabout and on the back seat was my handbag and on the back on the other back seat behind my husband was the cake and as I went around the roundabout my handbag fell over and as you know if you're a lady our handbags are full of so much stuff so my handbag was full of heaps and heaps of stuff as men would say even the kitchen sink and guess what it fell on top of the cake well my husband was completely upset by this and quick pull over pull over so we pulled over and I am laughing and he is completely beside himself and here I am just going you know what I am not going to ruin my night with my family I'm not going to ruin that the five-hour cake I made and I enjoyed making is now got some stuff hanging out of it And I'm not going to get upset that there's cream cheese icing all over the leather seats of my car. What I'm trying to get to is I was not going to allow something that happened or my husband's reaction 
affect my inner peace or how I felt at that very moment. I wanted to stay happy. I wanted to stay calm. And you know what? It wasn't a big issue. By the time we got the wet ones out and just cleaned all the cream cheese icing off, picked up, you know, everything that was in my handbag. And to be honest, I went to a meeting on Thursday and there was still cream cheese icing inside my handbag. But anyway, so be it. And when we got there, it just happened that I had a picnic case in my back seat and was able, in my boot, sorry, and was able to fix the top of the cake. So no one even knew it wasn't worth the hassle. So what I'm trying to get to with this story is if you are currently dealing with your ex, and it could even be family members of your ex because when you break up or you're going through a relationship breakup there's no doubt that people have to pick sides and people say things to protect the other party that I really don't think they mean but they do it because they feel they have to and it doesn't matter whether someone says oh we're going to be impartial we're not going to get involved people still get involved what I want for you is to remember That if someone says something to you, it's your choice on how you react to what they've said. If you get upset, that's your choice. If you are thinking that why did they say that about me, anything to do with you, that's their issue, not yours. So all I can say is if you act with the best intentions at heart at any given time, you've got no reason to feel like things aren't okay. And the other thing I want you to understand, and I know for a hundred percent certainty that this is happening, and this is because I hear my clients all the time say that, you know, that they, they're struggling to sleep at night, that can't calm down. This is all because they don't have peace. If you've got chatter going on in your head, it's because you don't have inner peace. It's because you're talking to yourself in a way that is negative. You're saying to yourself, I'm never going to be able to survive. I can't do this on my own. What does the future hold for me? I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not well enough. Whatever it is that you are continually telling yourself, it's not true. It's a story you are telling yourself, but it is not true. So ask yourself, what is it that you are saying over and over again that is keeping you up, that is preventing you from having inner peace. Because if you can stop that chatter, you can change your future and your outlook and you can also change how you deal with your ex-spouse or it could be your mother-in-law, it could be a friend of your ex-partner, it could be anyone. It could even be someone in your family that is saying to you, are you sure you're making the right decisions? But if you take or make a decision from a place of kindness and from a place of peace, you will know for certain that that decision is right. So how I explain this is I've got a client, a male client, 
who has now become a very, very good friend of mine. This male client is is very, very clever. He's very entrepreneurial. He is able to come up with the most amazing out-of-the-box thinking, and he is so calm. He talks, his voice is at the same monotone all the time. He's a very clear thinker. But if we're on the phone and having a chat and all of a sudden something comes up about his ex and they've now been separated for over a year, his voice raises. He starts to curse. There is a complete change in how he thinks and I can see that his mind has gone from being completely calm and thinking rationally to all of a sudden this picture in my mind of a tree full of kookaburras. His mind just gets so busy and chattery that he starts to talk that way externally. And I brought it to his attention the other day and said, do you realize that when we're having a chat, 95% of the time, you are a different person. But as soon as we talk about your ex, all of a sudden, everything changes with you. And he hadn't realized. And he didn't realize the effect that she was having on his external life. This is the thing. It's not his external life. It's his internal life. He needs to address what's going on and he needs to calm down because when he continually gets upset by things that she says or does, it's affecting him. It's affecting his decisions. It's affecting what's going on around him. And I often talk about snakes and ladders when we make decisions. And if you think about it, if 95% of the time, He's making rational decisions and really clear, peaceful decisions. He's moving up the ladder. But then as soon as he then starts to to think about her or talk about her or have anything to do with her, he slides all the way back down and he has to start all over again. So he's actually not getting anywhere in life because this is just a perpetual issue that's going on for him. So he's now addressing that. And this is the biggest lesson that when I look back and I see that I did. I had to learn that it did not matter what my ex did, what he said or how he behaved. It had nothing to do with me. I just needed to be the best person I could be. I needed to make sure that my decisions came from a place of peace and kindness and love. So what does peace mean? So when you're laying down at night, if your mind is continually talking and chattering, what I want you to do is think about doing some meditation. And if you're, you might be a meditator, you might not be, I don't know. It's something that really has made a difference. And if you think about the people that meditate today, you know, it's been around for so long, it makes such a difference to people's lives. And an example of this was when I was working at the airport, the Dalai Lama had arrived and I was up as he was getting out of his car and we were going to help him go through the airport as quickly as possible. As I said, I'm all about energy. When this man got out of his car, the 
energy around him was like a force field. It nearly blew me off the side of the street onto the road. And he got out of the car and he shook the hand of the driver and he shook the hand of everyone else and he touched me on the shoulder. He was so grateful for the little things that were happening around him. I could just see it in his eyes. He looked up to the sky. He was grateful for the day. He was grateful for the people that were helping him. He was grateful to just be who he was. And even in times when things are really bad, there's something that you need to be grateful for. In every part of your life, there's got to be something that you're grateful for. You've got to hold on to that little thing, whatever it is, whether it's your family, whether it's your health, whether it's your children, whether it's your job, whatever it is, you need to ask yourself. It could be the simplest thing. You need to be grateful for it. And a really good example of this is the better I've got at this skill, I can walk around now and when I smell, and I've spoken about this before, freshly cut grass, my God, my heart just sings. It's so basic, but it's something that just brings me absolute joy. And today when I'm doing this podcast, it's a Saturday afternoon. It's winter in Melbourne. It should be freezing. Instead, it's 18 degrees with not a cloud in the sky. And I live by the ocean. How lucky am I? I am so grateful for the little things because all of the little things together add up to big things and big things make a beautiful life. So going back to you when you're struggling or you feel like you don't have peace, you need to calm down. You need to take three deep breaths before you make a decision You need to consider meditation and a great resource today is YouTube. You know, I quite often, if I've got a massive decision to make and I'm struggling with it because I'm still working on this skill, when I have a really big decision to make and I'm not sure which way to go, I meditate. So I'll get into bed, I'll put a meditation on, on YouTube and I'll just go off to sleep. And before I go to sleep, I will ask myself the question. I will ask myself to make the best decision for me. Because whether you know it or not, our mind is made up of the conscious and unconscious mind. So researchers say anywhere between 3 to 5% of the mind is conscious. And that's the mind, you know, where we read a book and we take it in and we choose what we have for dinner and choose what we're going to have or what we're going to wear. That's the conscious mind. That's when we sit there and go, I'm going to choose to make this decision right now. The unconscious mind is when we get in the car and we don't even know how we got home, but we got home safely. Has that happened to any of you? It's certainly happened to me. And Things occur and we really don't even know it. So the research says that 95% of all of our decisions are made that way by the unconscious mind. Now, before I go to bed, if I have a, a big question to ask myself, I allow my unconscious mind to help me decide what the answer will be. And I've been practicing this now for probably a solid six months 
And it is amazing when I wake up in the morning, the clarity I have around my decision making. Where the night before, I will have struggled and really not know which way to go. And I can be pretty indecisive. Ask my husband about takeaway food when we ever have it, if we ever have it, because it's not something I choose to do because I can never make a decision. I struggle with making decisions. So now what I've found is if I ask myself the decision the night before, I allow my mind to rest and think and be calm about it. When I wake up, it is the very, very best decision for me and it hasn't failed me yet. So that's what I want for you. I want you to start practicing inner peace. I want you to start practicing peace of mind and quietness and clarity so that if a major decision is about to occur for you, you are able to know what the right answer is for you, whether it's to leave a marriage or whether it's to stay, whether it's what information to give to a lawyer or what way to tackle your legal proceedings. It might be whether to go to court or not to go to court. It might be around your children. It might be about your future. It could be a new job. It could be that I can't afford to stay in this house and you know deep down that you can't but you don't know what to do next. When you go to bed tonight, ask yourself the question. Ask yourself what is the best thing for you to do. Don't worry about it but meditate on it. And I'd love to hear once you've practiced this the outcomes and the clarity that you've got from this. This is such a necessary skill for people to be able to move on in their life because you don't want to continually be arguing and fighting because as I said before, at the very start of this, all I wanted was peace and the peace has now arrived and this is the way I've got to where I need to get to and that's what I want for you. That's it for this podcast. I would love you to leave me a review and let me know what you think about this topic. But please have a wonderful, wonderful week and try and find some peace. Even if it is so bad at the moment and you can't see, you can't see the wood from the trees, please, please, please just concentrate on one major issue for this week and meditate on it. Till next week, I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.